want to see the letter, um, our website is sfautismsociety.org and look under the blog and you will see it there. And that, that, that way people can get the details, uh, maybe more so than I can share in this period we have together. Absolutely. Um, but, um, yeah, well, what, what happened is this. Um, it's a very common situation. Uh, we have an autism family who lives here in Silicon Valley. There are, um, in, this, in this county, Santa Clara County, there are 3,200 um, people with autism who are served by the Department of Developmental Services, so those with kind of more severe forms of autism. So as we know, autism is increasingly common and pervasive. And this was a family, it still is a family, uh, with one child. It's a boy who at the time the lawsuit was filed was nine years old. And he exhibited, you know, autism behaviors that, you know, frankly, you know, people like me, I have two autistic kids and, and you know, our, our people see all the time. Um, you know, they were deemed by the neighbors to be um, so disruptive and so concerning, though, that the neighbors chose to file a lawsuit against the family to have this young boy declared a, quote, public nuisance, and they were also seeking unspecified damages uh, for, you know, trespass and battery. Now, what were the events that led this? What in the world could have led the neighbors to file such a massive and draconian lawsuit against an autism family? Well, the allegations were that over the course of several years that Erratic events occurred that disturbed the neighbors, and they were things like this: that the boy threw a bicycle helmet, that the boy kicked a car. By the way, there are no, there are no damages alleged, alleged, right? These were just acts without damage. He pulled the kid's hair. He um, uh, did a variety of things like going into the neighbor's garage and taking a banana. A banana. I mean, yeah, this took, this is what yeah, we're these talking were about. In the complaint, yeah, these were allegations in the complaint. You know, he took some sweets from a neighbor. He spat on the ground. Um, you know, these weren't things that happened, like, all the time. But these were, like, sporadic events that happened over the course of many, many years that the neighbors assiduously cataloged, um, you know, all of these little actions and then compiled them into this blistering, you know, uh, you know, complaint about nothing. I mean, it's a... It was, you know, to me, uh, you know, a lot of people read this complaint and kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, oh, sounds like my kids, you know? Yeah. Like, you know these are things that are now um, very common in the, in the community. And, you know, by and large, neighbors are very understanding and, you know, people work things out. And, um, you know, uh, here's an example. So, you know, they, the, the plaintiff alleged that the boy threw objects over the backyard fence into their yard. Yeah, you know, well, that's something like son who's done probably a hundred times, you know, with my neighbors, he's, you know, you name it, it's sticks, toys, iPods, you know, he's burned it over their fence. Well, you know, you talk to your neighbors and, you know, you work things out, but in this case, uh, the neighbors, for reasons that nobody really can fathom, really took this to an extreme, trying to, to have this boy declared a public nuisance. Um, there is no precedent that we could find for anything like this. In fact, we think it's so repulsive to public policy to have a developmentally disabled boy declared a public nuisance that we're surprised and shocked that any lawyer would file such a case. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, that's where we are and the case remains pending. <laughs>